Welcome to Fruit Snacks, a weekday podcast that covers big ideas about the Christian worldview in a bite-sized format. Hey everyone, welcome back to another week of Fruit Snacks. This week we're going to be looking at New Testament manuscripts and the reliability of the Bible. Now, are the New Testament books and the manuscripts that they're based on reliable? That's the question, and it's an important question because if, as Christians, we can't rely on the the text and the accuracy of the documents that our translations are based on, then any number of doctrines could potentially be at stake. Everything from the resurrection to the life and ministry of Jesus to the details of salvation. If those details aren't accurate and the manuscripts aren't reliable, then potentially Christianity is in trouble. So it's very important that we understand how we know that the Bible is reliable and that we can trust that what we have is very, very, very close to what was originally written. So how do we know accurate dates for the New Testament? Now, you may have heard in the past some comments along the lines of that we have no original manuscripts for the Bible. We only have copies of copies, and that is absolutely true. We don't have any of the original manuscripts. And in the manuscripts that we do have, there are more differences between them. They're called variants, textual variants. There are more textual variants in the manuscripts that we do have than there are words in the entire New Testament, something like two to three times as many textual variants. So does that mean that we can't know what the original said? Well, if that was all you were hearing and basing your decision on, I'm sure that there would be a lot of cause for worry. But actually, when we look closer, we see that the Bible is on very sure footing. The reason that we have so many variants in our manuscripts is because we have so many manuscripts. I want to give you an idea of just how many we're talking here. And this is based on some of the latest from Daniel Wallace, who is a New Testament manuscript expert and scholar in the field. Now, at the very latest counts, there are approximately 5,824 Greek manuscripts of the New Testament. Now, we're not just talking about little tiny credit card-sized fragments or pieces of papyrus that are roughly the size of a thumbnail. We're talking about 2.6 million pages of manuscripts, and that's just in Greek. Greek was relatively quickly translated into Latin. We have over 10,000 manuscripts in Latin for the Bible. And then when you add in other ancient languages like Coptic and other things, you're looking at another somewhere in the neighborhood of between 5 and 10,000 additional manuscripts. So we have tens of thousands of manuscripts for the New Testament. Moreover, if you were to take all of those manuscripts and they were to just disappear tomorrow, we could still reconstruct the text of the New Testament many times over. 
because the church fathers who wrote after the original apostles and who became church leadership after their deaths, the church fathers quote the New Testament over one million times in their writings. Now, when you compare this to the average ancient Greek manuscript, the count for those documents, we're talking things like Julius Caesar or uh, ancient historians, the average ancient Greek manuscript count is about two dozen or less. And there are many that only have one or two manuscripts to their name. And many of those have at least 500 years of history between the manuscript and the original. With the New Testament manuscripts, not only do we have tens of thousands of manuscripts, but the earliest manuscripts we have date to within decades of the original documents, not 500 years like a lot of other ancient Greek manuscripts. Now, this week we're going to spend some time discussing just how important some of these textual variants can be. Because if you don't have a good understanding of what's really going on with most of these or many of these, they can be disconcerting just to hear that there are differences in the manuscripts that we have for the Bible. Roughly speaking, variants fall into two categories. They are meaningful, meaning that if a variant is meaningful, it actually affects the translation or the meaning of what is being expressed by the text. And also, variants can be viable, meaning that scholars are reasonably sure that this reading or this version is probably closer to or even is the original reading that was written. Now, what's important to know is that less than 1% of all textual variants in the Bible fall into both categories. Most variants are just spelling differences, and there was no such thing as a standard spelling or dictionary back then, and so it was perfectly common to spell things a different way, even in the same paragraph with the same author. That's actually pretty common, and every single one of those spelling differences counts as a textual variant. Word order changes. Flipping two words, is it Christ Jesus or is it Jesus Christ? If we see that in a manuscript, that's a textual variant. What I want you to take away from this episode is that no major doctrine of Christianity is affected by any textual variants, not one. And in the episodes that follow this week, we're going to take a deeper dive and look at just some examples of what textual variants are out there so that you can be aware of what you're up against if someone brings up textual variants as a challenge to the reliability of the New Testament. 